0: Today's episode of the Casey Crew is brought to you by Talkspace. Talkspace is the online therapy company that wants you to know that therapy doesn't have to break your bank. It can and should be affordable. Over five hundred thousand people have used Talkspace to talk their own handpicked licensed therapist, and you can too. Sign up today by going to Talkspace.com/Casey and get thirty dollars off your first month. Talkspace therapy for how we live today. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And
1: I am Gia Casey.
0: And this is another edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Hey, people.
0: Now, once again, I always say we appreciate the love and the support. I know the last couple of weeks we've been a little late. We were on vacation. We were coming back from vacation. It's been kind of hectic. I ain't gonna lie.
1: It wasn't late the week before last. It was on time. The week
0: before that one, it was a little late. Okay. The last two weeks, we were a day late. I mean, we, we've we been running around. We came back from vacation. We've been traveling so it has been it's been difficult, but we're back on track.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Back on track. And so if you do want to holler at us, you can always do so. You can email us the crew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-KC Crew at Gmail.com. Or you can always leave comments on our Instagram. You can hit us up on Twitter, leave comments on the SoundCloud, iTunes, however you want. We definitely uh will listen and read it and try to get back to you sometimes through here, sometimes uh personally, however we can, but we definitely appreciate all the love and support. Um, this week has been kind of a crazy week. A little bit. Our kids' birthdays. Uh, London turned four, Jackson turned three. The baby They're two days apart. Yes. So we had little, you know, little cakes and cupcakes for the school and things like that. We're planning something bigger for both of them in about a, a week or so, two weeks. Um, And they're very excited. I mean, Gia's putting this together. She's doing a carnival theme slash pool party. And I'm just so glad I have nothing to do with it. I mean, we have rides and (laughs) cotton candy and games and obstacle courses, slides and stilt walkers, so many different things. And like I tell you, babe, I don't want anything to do with none of it. Don't ask me what kind of (laughs) juice we should have. Don't ask me what kind of coolers. Don't ask me about the tablecloths, table mats, forks, knives. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know. Excuse my French shit.
1: I've been holding back any questions that I may have for you. I've been handling and solving everything on my own. So I think we're good.
0: Right. So I'm excited about that. And I'm also excited about Father's Day is coming up. Yes. And this is something I'm
1: excited about Father's Day this year. Are you? Yes.
0: I'm excited. You know, for a long time, there's something that I always wanted. (laughs) And I finally got granted. I wanted a dog,
1: uh-huh. and
0: now Gia is buying me my dog for Father's Day. Yes, and I'm excited about this. But it's
1: not just any dog.
0: No, it's, this dog is serious.
1: It's a special dog that's taking a lot of research to figure out exactly the the perfect dog for you.
0: Now, when, when I've always said I wanted a dog, and you you are against dogs.
1: You, I don't. I listen. It's not that I'm against dogs. I love dogs. And we've tried to own dogs maybe three or four times now. It didn't work out well. And we're just not good trainers. Right. I'm not a good discipliner when it comes to animals. And, you know, they can't communicate with you. So when they need to go out and be walked, they need to go out and be walked. And if you're five minutes late, 10 minutes late then you have a mess in your house I can't stand going to someone's house and it smells like animals right that is something that I loathe so my answer to that is don't have an animal right but I found a way around it you did
0: and that is to buy a dog that's already trained
1: when we say trained, we're not just talking about housebroken No, and we, sit and give me your paw.
0: But it also, when you tell it to poop, it will poop immediately.
1: <laughs> I don't know right? if it'll poop on command.
0: It does. It'll poop on I command. I don't think
1: it'll poop on command. For the amount of money
0: we're paying for this dog, it better poop on command. <laughs> but not only that, it's also a protector. If our kids are home alone or they're out playing or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. the dog will protect and it protects on cue words. So if there's somebody coming, let's say you say, "Hagla" I just you couldn't up. come
1: up with a better command word. Just up. Oh, just take a second. Come up with a better command word. Um, sick. Bob Marley. Really? All right. That was better.
0: All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just uh, say
1: attack. You're doing too right. much.
0: So if you say attack, the dog will attack. Yes. Right. So, uh, this dog is is fully trained, and and I'm very excited about getting this dog. I was thinking about taking the dog with me to the club all the time.
1: You know something. I honestly think that that's something that you should inquire with the promoters and people that put the club these owners. events together, club owners, things of that nature. Because think about it. Who's going to ask I me to play a record if that dog's there? Nobody's going to come up come up to you and try to strong arm you into playing their you song. You play my song. I mean, Nobody's going to be like, like, you can ask Fido. Yeah. Ask Fido if I can play your <laughs> <this> song.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, the, but the dog will be able to walk in public and without a leash and will be very on command. And I'm very excited about it. Well,
1: this. they're like guardian dogs. Um, they are also known as protective dogs. They do everything except speak English. Correct. Literally. They are so amazing. They go through about a year and a half worth of intensive training. So if you are out taking a walk or if you go to a park or if you're walking through the city or if you're traveling and you don't want that dog to leave your side, that dog will damn near be Velcroed to your leg the entire time without a leash. And they know to be aggressive if a threat approaches you but if you give them that key word they will attack right. and they will not stop attacking until you give them the word that indicates that they need to stop the release word attacking right. and you only need to say it once and then they stop but once they lock onto you they do not let go oh
0: i'm excited about this
1: yes let and somebody come
0: up there and be like yeah, because right, play my record. Let, let, let me see somebody outside the station at three in the morning. I got I got little Fido with me. Yes. We're going to test Fido out.
1: Yes. And they do all of the normal basic obedience mm-hmm. commands, things of that nature. But there's about maybe a list of 15 other things that they're capable of. And attack is only one of them. Right. So they do
0: so much. So I'm excited. And the type excited. of dog
1: that we're getting is particularly agile, particularly aggressive, but right. also socializes very well, is very good with families and children. And kids, so it's right. kind of like the perfect dog. So it took a lot of research to figure out because initially we were just going to get your standard German Shepherd. Right. They're, you know, a good size. You can get one up to 95 pounds. They're aggressive but they're nice with families and kids Correct. so we initially thought that that would be the route that we should take but then we became educated on the topic and we're going for more than likely a belgian malawa
0: right now the, the dope thing with this i mean it's training and i, I know people are like oh, i don't give a fuck about the dog, but this, it's dope but only but also like this is how trained the dog is the dog will only take food from us So it's not like somebody can feed the dog poison to get the dog. Won't even take the food.
1: The dog can be starving. You can starve the dog for a week and he will not take food or water from from anyone that's not part of this household that hasn't been introduced to him as someone that he's allowed to take food from.
0: Right. So it should be. I I can't wait. It should be a lot of fun. So Happy Father's Day. That's going to be amazing.
1: You got me to say yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Now, um. We talked about this last week that this episode was going to be all about you guys' questions. I know a lot of you, you hit us with tons of questions a week and tons of emails. I mean, we appreciate all the love and we just want to say thank you. So a lot of times we only get to one email a week or maybe two so we're going to try to get through as many emails so if you have questions you can always email us thekccrew at gmail.com now we're not picking and choosing the emails we're just grabbing a bunch of them randomly and we're just going to ask you questions i don't want somebody like well mine is not important or mine is stupid no everybody every question is absolutely positively you know i want to say top priority for us we just we really love to connect with you guys and really love to help (laughs) if we can Mm -hmm. so let's start it off all right All right. Should I ask my man to marry me? Oh, hey, Casey crew. I'm writing to ask, what do you think about women asking a guy to marry them? My boyfriend and I had a discussion about marriage. Okay, let me not leave this out. I was married before at 18, divorced at 30. I'm now 37. I have been with my man for two years and we've known each other since 12. So he feels that since I've been married before, I should ask. And it's the millennium so women should ask men and I feel what? like a man should ask women plus I never got asked it was just let's get married shake um, my head we was just very young yes I'm down for a difference I just love the romance of being as surprised with a proposal so what are your thoughts on this subject I know you guys did the traditional way what do you think Women me first I go first sure okay now um let me get her name again oh did she leave her name no she didn't leave her name okay um i i honestly think that you shouldn't ask him i think that marriage and proposals are primarily for women in my opinion um i for women to receive for women to receive correct i would not want uh my woman, my wife, my fiance, my lady, my girlfriend to ask me to marry her. You know, I just think that's something that women you should you should romance a woman. You should really wine and dine and make it special. Make it that special occasion, uh, especially if this is something that you are looking forward to you told him that this is what you wanted. You told him that, you know, the first time you really didn't get it the right and correct way. So, no, I wouldn't mess that up. I wouldn't mess that feeling up. I would tell him that when he's ready that he needs to do it right. Yes, you deserve that as a woman. You know, if, if you're asking, if your man is asking you to marry you, you should do it in a special way. You should do it in a way where you feel wanted. You feel loved. You feel like that special woman and that only girl in the whole wide world world it should be something that should be thoughtful hopefully this will be the last time this happens with you that it won't be any others and i don't think you should do it especially if this is what you want now i understand that this is it's it's a new day and age and women can ask men and all this other bullshit i don't want to hear that shit lady i don't want no no homie you know have your husband or your boyfriend listen to this homie do what's right this is something that's on your lady's mind your girl's mind do it special Make it special. Make it every time you have that date, whatever the date is, that she remembers that date and she remembers that special feeling over and over and over again. Do it the right way.
1: My opinion is that, you know, I'm not getting a good feeling about her partner in this situation. You know, I got to be honest. Um, I don't like the idea of a man saying it's the millennium. You could ask me, you could ask me to marry you.
0: Yeah, that's whack. Like, what? Yeah, that's whack.
1: It's the millennium. So that means that he doesn't really believe in traditional things, which is okay, but it's not a tit for tat type of thing. It's not that he gets to take advantage or take away from her experience because right. he feels as though it's the millennium. That sounds a little, and I don't want to be insulting, but if I'm being honest, sounds a little bitchy to me, mm. you know? Or it,
0: maybe he's not ready. Maybe he's not ready and he's just kind of pushing her off because- It doesn't,
1: I, I don't if know, if for some reason I'm get not get getting that feeling. Because I'm not getting that feeling. I'm just getting the feeling that- He might be a little bit of a tit for tat, like Mm. those men that want equal rights. Like, well, I got to open the door for you. You can open the door for me. You got arms, right? I don't like. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I do not like men like that. Right. And I believe in equal rights and all that stuff. But I've said before. I do believe that there are certain things that men do and there are certain things that women do. And of course, sometimes that line can be blurred and there can be a gray area and there are occasions that mm-hmm. may call for that. So I'm not saying that I'm ironclad with my opinion there, but there are just certain things that are simple right. that we don't need to complicate with feminism or you know anything like that. Like a man can open the door for you. correct? Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So- For him to feel as though, you know, he's her equal and he's just as, you know, like he he deserves a proposal as much as she does. Right. Like I don't like that. That turns me off. Unless he's a little bitch and that's really how. Well, that's what I'm saying. He kind of come. Well, okay, I don't want to call him a little bitch because that's a little. I didn't mean. That's too. You know, I'm not pegging him a bitch. I'm saying that that part of his personality comes across as bitchy bitchy. right do you know what i mean but you know oh and 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 then what did he say well you know this is your second marriage what does that have to do with anything oh because it's her second marriage he deserves he deserves a proposal yeah that's that's whack just second marriage so why don't you do it for me this time
0: so like what what, well what would you advise her because i was thinking she should never bring it back up ever again like never bring up the fact that this is what you want. You told him already. This is what you want. He already you told him knows. You already had your marriage, and it was just a well, let's get married type of thing. And you and you told him you want the romantics. You want the wine and dine. You want the woo woo woo.
1: But here's the thing: it sounds that it sounds as though it's going to be a power play. Right? Do you know what I mean? Meaning, if she doesn't say anything about it, he, he might won't. be bitchy. Right. So he might not say anything about it. So at the end of the day, they might both want the same thing, but neither of them are going to get what they want because there's a tug of war going. Correct. Do you know what I mean? And that's and that's what bothers me. Like you have a man and you don't have a penis. There shouldn't be a pissing contest. Correct. Do you see what I mean? So there are just certain levels that men and women shouldn't play on together. He should assert that role. But I I also don't feel as though she should bring it up. Just like you said, He knows that she wants to be married and apparently he does as well. Right. I don't think that she should ask him or bring it up because that comes across as naggy. It comes across as that's something that she wants and he doesn't or that she wants more than he wants. And then, you know, that kind of puts him in a space where he might feel as though he can assert a little bit more power because she's coming at him with this request or with this topic or bringing it up over and over and over again and I just think it weakens her position not even in the relationship but just as a woman I don't I think that if he wants to get married then he'll take the bull by the horns and he'll make it happen as women we should never have to ask pressure or give someone an ultimatum to get us down the aisle I think that 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 comes off as a little bit pathetic and not from a judgmental way. But if I were that woman and I were having those feelings and feeling as though I had to take those steps to get what I wanted in my own personal thoughts, I would feel pathetic.
0: Right. I agree. I agree. I I feel that she shouldn't want it that much where she's begging for it It has to be, especially with something that's like marriage, that it's, it's supposed to be lifetime, you know, you and they should both want it you, equally. Right. You can't pressure somebody when to get married or how they want to get married. You told them what you wanted. You told them what you expected. And it's up to him. And if he doesn't want to go down that route, then, hey, then maybe it's, it's just not what you wanted. Maybe you guys are just not meant to be in that form. But you already told him that you've been married before. It wasn't what you wanted. It was more or less, hey, let's just get married. And you wanted the whole feeling of being wooed and feeling special and as your husband and as your boyfriend he should make you feel special
1: as a man he should have the desire to make her feel special he shouldn't just do it for the sake of doing it he should say to himself as her loving partner wow she missed out on that her first time around and it's important to her. I want to give her that feeling. I want to be the one to create that memory for her so that when she thinks about the proposal day, that she doesn't have to imagine herself on her on a knee. Absolutely. You know, opening up a box with a wedding band for me.
0: Right. That's You know, it is whack. So, you know, good luck, mama. And like I said, I, I wouldn't. nah, I wouldn't ask. This is what you want. You told them what you wanted. This is what you deserve. You should be able to get what you deserve. Yep. All right, let's go to another email. Uh, This one says, is he bored? Hey, Casey crew, I've been talking to this guy. We went on a date and I wasn't really feeling it. He wasn't really feeling it either. And it was apparent that we should just go about our business. This guy still had me in Snapchat over the months. And although we didn't talk after the first date, we still watched each other's lives on Snap. He recently reached out to me and told me that he's been watching me and thinks I I seem like a lot of fun. He said he was nervous and would like to meet up again. My family said I should do it because I'm single and I have nothing to lose. As soon as I reciprocated the idea of hanging out, he seemed to pull back and started acting like he was acting on that first date, although when he was trying to get me to agree, he was very adamant. He seems uninterested and is always busy. I don't understand what is going on. I'm the type of person to move on when we say move on, but I put effort into things that I say I'm going to do. Why can't this guy just leave me alone if he doesn't want to hook up, hang out, or chat, whatever? I am so confused.
1: And so is he. Leave him alone. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I don't think that that really takes, Too much time to answer. Oh, this is simple. Yeah. If somebody is interested in you, then they go for the jugular.
0: I'll tell you what what exactly happened. He, He went on a date with you and maybe he's. You know him? No, I don't know. Oh. I said he went on a date with you and maybe he just wasn't interested. And what happened was he followed you on Snapchat and then he seen your life on Snapchat and something that he seen was like, damn, I missed out on this. Mm-hmm. And then he probably called you. And then when he called you, when y'all spoke, he probably was like, well, no, nah, she's really boring. Or maybe you. <gasps> what? I mean, that's what probably happened. <laughs> OK. Or it was something that didn't fit that he thought fit and he was just like you know what I'll let it slide so I mean obviously now he's pulling back and now he's pulling back but he's a game player you don't want to be with the game player you want to be with somebody that's going to be upfront and serious and if you did go on a date even if the date was whack even if the guy was boring or the girl was boring at least put a little effort into it you know what I mean you got to pay for the food anyway so at least have a good time at dinner but he seems like he's a game player he's not interested in you he gave it a second shot maybe you know in the snapchat you, you were working out and you looked amazing and then when he called (laughs) he just weren't interested so it's not gonna work mama
1: yeah i just wouldn't even put the time into pursuing or trying to cultivate something with someone who's wishy-washy because that's the sign of a boy you want a man that knows what he wants that when he takes you on a date he's confident if the conversation lulls he makes up for it he Mm -hmm. doesn't let Things drag or get dull. You want someone who has charisma. And if he's not charismatic and can kind of, you know, go back and forth with you and he's sitting across a table from you. He's not the one for you. And he may be the perfect person for someone else. And you may be the perfect person for someone else. But the two of you just don't seem like you're perfect for one another. You can have two amazing people and their chemistry just not mesh. So it seems as though your chemistry isn't meshing. So I would just let that go and move on to someone else.
0: I I absolutely positively. It's a waste
1: of time. Waste of time. And. Block him from your snap.
0: I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. not necessary. <laughs> now let's go to the next email. Uh, hey guys, I'm emailing from my friend's email because I want to re- uh, want to remain anonymous. Call me Samantha. Okay, Samantha.
1: That's probably the name that when guys kicked it to her when she was little and she didn't want to give them What's her real name. Fake name Samantha. Yeah, mine was Nicole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hers is probably
0: Samantha. Mine. Mine was Randy.
1: Yours was Randy, as in Renan Thibuil.
0: Yeah, that was my best friend in high school. Yeah, I used to use his (laughs) name. Now, uh, call me Samantha. Now, I've been married for almost five years. We've been together since high school and through college. There's been a lot of cheating in the relationship in college, but he no longer cheats. However, he likes threesomes. We've had a couple of threesomes in college, but now we have twin sons, and we are grown now out of college. So I'm over it, but he isn't. He still wants threesomes. No. Actually, he wants us to have one girlfriend on the side for us both to have threesomes as our last threesome situation.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Say that part again. I didn't understand.
0: He says she says um, he still wants threesomes. No, actually, he wants us to have one girlfriend on the side for us both to have threesomes as our last threesome situation. Meaning they just want one girl and just have threesomes with that one girl forever.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. He he is really good to me. we see what's going on.
0: He is really good to me. The older we get, the more he grows up and we have a very good relationship. Our sex is great and always has been. So I don't understand why he desires this, especially since he has experienced it many times. How do I tell him I'm done with
1: it? Mm. You know what worries me about that particular situation Mm -hmm. is that he wants one particular girl I'm wondering if he has someone in mind already Mm. or if it's just a hypothetical girl like, babe, let's just get one girl and, you know, we we experiment with her. Right. But what that sounds like to me is that he wants a wife and a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and he wants it to just be okay, Right. Do you know what I mean?
0: But but. It's difficult to say, okay, we're going to have threesomes, right? And then all of a sudden just stop and say no more. It's kind of like Juicy Fruit Gum, right? You love Juicy Fruit Gum, right? <laughs> and you chew Juicy Fruit Gum every day and every time you want it. And then I just take it from you and say, you know what? You can't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel away. You can't start something in a relationship and then just stop and think it's okay. Mm-hmm. But if you're not into it, it has to be okay. But you just can't expect them to be cool with it right away. You know, you can't have this relationship where you say, all right, this is how we started this relationship we started this way and we were both cool with it you know now I've outgrown it he might not have outgrown it yet but if this is not what you're into you have to be up up straight like no I'm, I don't like this anymore this is not what I want to do you know I've outgrown this situation I'm a different person we have two kids and you have to respect my situation or respect my feelings but you can't expect him to like it right away because this is something that they've been doing for a long time in college
1: Yes, I, 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 I understand that. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Um, I'm just hung up on the idea that he wants it with one person because there's threesomes and people that do it for the thrill uh-huh. of the threesome and the benefit, if mm-hmm. you will of the threesome right. having two things happening at one time, you know, a lot of different things to concentrate on the right. fantasy, the, there's a lot of allure that one could imagine that can be associated with a threesome. So if a person fantasizes about it and then wants to act on it with their partner, it's like you're bringing me into your fantasy world right now, while that might not be something that I would do, I can absolutely understand the the appeal of it mm-hmm. but when you have a man or a woman but in this case it's a man who is saying yeah i want to have consistent threesomes with one person yeah there's things that you know, will be potentially amazing. Right. That will go into the physical process of that. Mm -hmm. But him wanting one particular person, that is like a red flag to me because it's like, yes, you're my wife. I'm into you, but I'm also very much into this person. Right. So it's like, I want the two of you equally. I don't want to just go to a bar and meet someone who we both find attractive and bring her home Or, you know, meet somebody in a different type of social setting and then maybe groom that situation, make sure that, you know, she's healthy and clean and, you know, not going to put us in a dangerous situation as far as diseases are concerned. You're not doing it responsibly just for the thrill of it. Mm -hmm. He's targeting one person and wanting to make that like a way of life, kind of like sister wives, which tells me that he is into... One particular person. And for me, that's part of the pitfall when it comes to threesomes. You can grow an attachment to someone that you're having a threesome with where you're not just using them as a toy, which I think is the only way that it can possibly work and right. not come back to bite the two people involved. If you're just using someone as a toy and then you dispose of them, and I know that sounds harsh, but if it's a, it's about the two married people, right. you have to keep your marriage intact and keep your marriage strong. Correct. So that person has to know like you're being introduced as a toy and we're using you for fun. And when we're tired of you or when it doesn't work for us anymore, then you have to go on your way. Right. But if he's growing an attachment to this person, that should tell her. Did she leave a name?
0: Samantha. Remember she Samantha. Samantha. That's name. right. Mm-hmm.
1: That should tell Samantha that there's more into it. Like he wants to be like in some kind of emotional relationship or something more than just a fling that's sexual with that person.
0: When you first said that, I disagreed. I was like, no, because maybe he just doesn't want to go through the problems of trying to find somebody for a threesome and vetting them and they found somebody and it was like, well, this is the perfect person. We know them. This is easy. We could just call them one, two, three. But listening to what you said, you're absolutely right. Maybe... Like you said, the fact that he wants to pick one person is even more of a problem because maybe he might be attached to that one person and Mm -hmm. comfortable with that person. And it can
1: threaten his marriage. And it can
0: threaten the marriage. So, you know, I would tell her, you know, at the end of it, at the end of the day, it has to be what she's comfortable with. And obviously she's not comfortable with it anymore. Mm -hmm. Obviously she feels like, look, that was cool when I was younger. You know, we had fun. But now I have two I think she has twins. I don't know yeah. if it's twin boys or boy and a girl or two girls or I can't remember, but she has kids she didn't say. and you know, maybe she doesn't want that around her children. Maybe she doesn't want her children to see that. Maybe she doesn't want the people that's around her now to know what's going on and she wants to grow up and live a life a little differently. So if I was you, I would stand firm. I mean, if he decides this is not what he wants and he wants to leave, then hey, that's based that that's on him. He loses a, a great woman. I don't know if you are a great woman, but I'm just going to say that he loses a great woman. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because you have grown up, you're out of that, you know. But you have to kind of give him some time and really have conversations with him because he's been doing it for so long. Like mm-hmm. I just can't pull juicy fruit from your mouth and be like, no more juicy fruit because you're gonna sal <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna salivate over not having it, you know. So I gotta kind of you know if you had. You know, eight juicy fruits a day. I got to bust it down to two a day. Maybe then,
1: throw a big red in there. Maybe throw a big red in there, you know,
0: <laughs> and then throw a half a one, you know. But, you know, uh-huh. I you think. Have
1: to, basically, you're saying that he has to be weaned off of the threesome.
0: Right. I think he has he to be weaned off the, the threesome. He needs to be desensitized from the
1: threesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I mean, I respect that. I just, the only thing that keeps coming back to me is why does he want it with this one particular person? Right. You know, it's kind of like, you know, he just wants like an in-house thing where it it sounds sounds like. like the epitome of wanting to have his cake and eat it too. Like I have you and then I have this new fresh thing that I get to, you know, have my way with. It's just if she's not enjoying it and maybe she does, but if it's not for her, then she just needs to tell him no. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You agree with that? I
1: do. All right. Today's
0: podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. With Blue Apron, incredible home cooking is easy and accessible when they deliver seasonal recipes with step-by-step instructions and pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, all for less than $10 per meal. How dope is that? You want to be a chef? You want to act like you're the most famous chef? Well, check out Blue Apron. Now, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by Google. Going to BlueApron.com slash Casey Crew. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's BlueApron.com slash Casey Crew. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. So check it out. All right. Well, let's go to another. We're going through these fast. I know people should be happy. I Hopefully, I can get to everybody's. The 10 that
1: you promised I'm a couple of weeks ago. I'm trying.
0: <laughs> all right. Here's another one. All right. This is Kiki. Hey, what's up Casey Crew? I'm so glad I came across your podcast. I love listening to you both, especially Gear well F you then come on I'm sorry I love that she looks at everything from all aspects which helps her, her give great advice with that being said I would like to start by saying that I am 24 years old of a young woman who has uh, had a specific young man in my heart since I was 16 I end up losing my virginity to him at age 70 and although we weren't in a relationship about a month later he dumped me to be with somebody else damn it man of course I was hurt and of course he came back after a while and we messed around on and off and Till I was 19. Then I decided to leave him alone for good because he just wasn't treating me the way I wanted to be treated. Every now and then, he would reach out to me, asking how I'm doing, telling me he misses me. We would run into each other and he would be so happy to see me. But I could never understand why because he never acted like he liked me. The problem is, although I left him alone physically by not being with any type of contact with him, I realized that I haven't been able to leave him alone emotionally and mentally. I thought that over the years, how I feel would eventually go away because that's what people say. It takes time. I still think about him every day. I've dated other people, mm. but not many because I'm really picky and I don't like just anybody. Fast forward. This is a long email. Fast forward to <laughs> September 2016. A couple of days after my birthday, oh, she's a Virgo, ow, a very dear <laughs> friend of mine who I had just visited was in a fatal car crash the night I was celebrating my birthday. Mm. Shockingly, he reached out to me to give his condolences and to, uh, and to also apologize for everything. He wanted to start making changes in his life and wanted to start with me. This is something I've been waiting for Forever. He start, uh he stated that he wanted to be in my life and that he wanted to build a friendship with me first. I was elated. He was upfront with me and telling me that he has a lot of things going on. Since then, he's been keeping in contact, but hasn't really done any major gestures to make up for everything. However, just a month ago, he randomly called me again and revealed to me that I was his first. He also finally came clean on how he felt about me and that he's looking to marry me. It's a lot, man. You talk a lot this issue is she's being thorough I know the issue is I
1: appreciate it Kiki
0: he is now temporarily living in another country what and I'm still (laughs) seeing no action I can't make this up when he recently came to visit I asked him to come see me perform at an, an event we had going on in event perform what's she stripper? Right, anyway, he did Probably not. Sh- singer. Okay, you're right. He did not show up, nor did he reach out to say he wasn't going to be able to make it. And although I ended up not performing at the time, I told him it's the principle. I just feel like he had a couple of days to make an impression, and all he did, all he had to do was show up, and he didn't. Nor did he communicate. We've talked about it. He said that he knows that he's not able to give me everything right now, but if I'm with him, we both will gain. A part of me wants to let go, but the other part is still holding on to that hope. I know that he does everything on his time since it took him eight years to apologize. But my question is finally the question. (laughs) Damn it, Kiki. (laughs) Sheesh should I see where this goes or just try my best to move on again I'm not settling for him I'm keeping my options open hope this email isn't too long uh duh (laughs) I really would like uh, you all's insight he is a Virgo if that helps thank you guys for your help much love Kiki
1: you can go first but I just want I want to say one thing first I have a sneaking suspicion That she's so into him and emotionally attached to him because she could never really have him. Mm. And I think that as human beings, it's in our nature to want things that we cannot have and to gravitate towards a challenge, especially considering that he broke her virginity. Right. So he already had a hold on her and then he dumped her and moved on to someone else, kind of leaving her yearning and lingering and probably insecure about that situation Mm -hmm. and maybe did she do something wrong? Was it not good? Was he not into her? Whatever insecurities that left behind, I think she wanted answers. I think she also wanted him back. And then he moved on. And it's been kind of like a game of push and pull, which probably makes her yearn for that completion of him. Right. So maybe if they were together and had something solid and were both on the same page and then it fizzled or didn't work out, I don't know that she would be thinking about him or lingering in the same way that she is right now i think it's the fact that she doesn't know that she never saw it through that it was never concrete that it was never made official i think that she's probably subconsciously experiencing this challenge that she needs answers she wants to know and then he gave her a little he called he apologized you know i want to marry you it's like dangling that carrot in front of her face. But then every time that she goes to chomp at the carrot, he yanks it away. So you never feel as though you have a grip on it so like i said before it's like that constant yearning for the unknown and something that you're going after something that you want but you don't even really know if you want it because you haven't really experienced it in its totality right so i think that that's why she's so like she has her clamps on the situation and she feels as though she can't emotionally let go i don't know if it's because he's such an amazing guy or there's such an amazing connection or there's such a Anything. I really think that it's the challenge and the incompletion that she's feeling.
0: I think it's the idea. I think what happens is, you know, when they met, she romanticized a life, you know? Mm-hmm. He took her virginity and she thought that this was going to be, you know, you take my virginity, we get married, we have kids, we have a house, we have a white picket fence, and it didn't happen. And she always had these thoughts on her mind. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he realized that she was more than just a smash. Mm -hmm. But I think he still needs to grow up. I still think... Because they were young. Right, but I do think even now at this age, I think he has feelings for her, but I think he's still not fully grown. He still doesn't know how to... What's the word I'm looking for? Not respect, but he still doesn't know how to act, know how to treat this young lady that he took. Very immature. Right. Very immature. But he she seems like she wants him more than anything in this world. And I don't
1: think she wants him. I think that she she wants wants the idea. I think she wants the fulfillment. Right. Of the idea.
0: Right. So what I would say to you, mama, is it, it seems like he's not ready for you. You know, you gave him an opportunity. You gave him a couple of opportunities. You he gave him one when he took your virginity, it. then he left you, he dumped you. Then he came back, you gave him an opportunity, then it didn't work out. Then you tried to give him an opportunity and you know, he's in Iraq and you're I don't, I don't know where he's at, but <laughs> you just make up a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he's at. But it was a long distance relationship. You gave him a chance and you told him come see you perform. Now, I don't know if you were a stripper, if you were performing at two o'clock and you hit the stage, or if you were a singer, or whatever it may be. It doesn't matter how you were performing. I'm not judging.
1: Why'd you have to lead with the negative?
0: I said I don't know I'm just not judging. Go ahead. And um he didn't come. I tell you this much if I was into you and I wanted to make it work whatever I had to do to make it there that night to see you perform, I would have been there. And if I couldn't be there, I would tell you a hell of an excuse, whether it was whether it a mm-hmm. lie or not, why I wasn't there. Before you got off that stage, you would look at your phone and I'd be like, my mama got hit by a bus. You know, <laughs> it, there would be an excuse there that you could not uh-huh. be mad with, you know, right. that you'd be like, okay, well, I understand. But he didn't, you know, so he doesn't realize or, or recognize how important, you know, that situation was and if that happens you know sometimes you got to be like you know what well maybe it's not meant to be maybe we'll see each other in five years and he will grow up if i haven't met somebody if i'm not with somebody if i'm not dating if i'm not with somebody serious but he does not seem like the person that i would want in my life
1: i don't think that it necessarily has to be because he didn't realize how important her event was to her i think that He's a normal person that's able to assess a situation. Mm -hmm. And listen, you know, when you have somebody dangling on a string. Right. You know, when someone's into you, you know, the games you can play. And I'm not suggesting that he's playing games, but you know how far you can go or where you can have failures and that person is going to come back anyway. Right. So he knew that. If for whatever reason he couldn't make it to the show, didn't want to go to the show, was held up, whatever, he knew that he probably didn't even have to call. Because if he called in two weeks with a little excuse or I couldn't make it or whatever, that she's still emotionally into him. Mm -hmm. People do what you allow them to do. Children do it. Teenagers do it. Adults do it. People will do it that work at your job, people that work for you. They will get away with whatever they possibly can. They know their limits because in the past they've probably tested their boundaries. Mm -hmm. So he knows what he can get away with with her because she know he knows that she's so into him. Right. But when you show somebody that, you know what, I may have been into you before, but I'm not really into you that much anymore. So you can go. Then you might see him understand the threat and then respond differently and then say wow I can't get away with that with her anymore so now I have to come better maybe not correct I don't know if he has it within him to come correct but at the very least I have to come better and then she might start seeing a change I think he's just taking her for granted because he knows that that door will always be open with her
0: absolutely I mean like I said you know, he, he seems like he's not at that level yet. He seems like, as, uh, Gail would say, immature. And, um. Amateur. so no I mean I think I would uh, leave him alone Let, give him a chance to grow up and if he comes back and it works out great if not hey you gave it three opportunities three strikes you're out
1: well yeah I don't want to tell her to walk away from something that she is so emotionally connected to especially since they ha- do have even though it's like on loose footing they do have a history they did break each other's virginity so I don't want to say you know that ship has sailed mm-hmm. but what I will say is if you really are into him and for some reason you sense that there can be a future and things can be forgiven and that maybe if he does mature, then I think that he needs to understand that he really does need to come correct and Mm -hmm. he really does need to show you something. He needs to put his best foot forward and if he doesn't, then at that point let him go. Right. And you know move on to something else that will be fulfilling gotcha well good luck mama good luck <laughs> that's all i can say
0: good luck thanks again to talkspace for support in this week's episode of the kc crew talkspace is the online therapy company that makes it easy to connect with a licensed and experienced therapist handpicked just for you for as little as 32 dollars a week you can talk with your therapist whenever and wherever you are Or on the web, over the phone, without scheduling, traveling, or worrying about your privacy, all right? To sign up or to learn more, go to Talkspace.com slash Casey. And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code Casey to get $30 off your first month and show your support for the Casey Group Podcast. That's C-A-S-E-Y and Talkspace.com slash Casey. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. All right, now the next email, this guy's name is Jamal. He goes, hey, what's up, Gear? Hey, Rashawn, this is Jamal. I don't know. I hate when people call me Rashawn. Like, you know, like you just gonna know me. Hey, Rashawn, you ain't your gonna name say is Emmy? Rashawn. You're right. Hey, guys, uh, me and my wife, we. Uh, wait,
1: I'm sorry. His name is Jerome.
0: Jamal. Jamal. <laughs> Jerome. Why you good? Why you put Jerome? Wait, wait, Jerome wait, Rome, did, Rome.
1: Something happened to us with a Jerome. Oh, the one of the dogs. Was named Remember Jerome. one of the dogs, dogs was named was Jerome. Named Jerome. Right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Jamal.
0: I listen to the podcast each and every week, and me and my wife have been arguing a lot recently. We Aww. have a five year old son that's in school now school is amazing the problem is it's a predominantly white school and we are black He's been having a hard time with a lot of the kids. They've been making fun of him, making calling him names, and I don't know what to do. My wife tells me we should just tell the teachers, but I think the kid, my son, should be defending himself. So I've been teaching him ways to defend himself. My wife thinks that's stupid, and we've been arguing a lot because of it. What do you think?
1: That email is too vague.
0: What do you mean? It's
1: too vague. Um, I don't know. Okay, because he led with the idea that he has a black son. Right, in a predominantly white school. Attending a predominantly white school. And these children are making fun of him. Mm -hmm. Are they making fun of him because of things that are race-related? Are they making fun of his skin tone or his features or things that they assume about him that aren't true? Or are they making fun of the fact that, you know... He's not good in math. You know, what they are making fun of will have a lot to do I'm with I'm sure how it's
0: his race because I, would I, answer I think he, that said, question. he said predominantly white school. So I'm sure it's the fact that it, it's That could race. just be
1: a struggle, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is what the kids are making fun of.
0: Well, I would answer the question. I would answer And
1: the, I'm sorry, babes. Mm-hmm. And also he said that he's teaching his son how to defend himself. Correct. Verbally physically in what way if i don't know what way his wife has a problem or what defense mechanisms his wife has a problem with i can't i have no assessment of what's going on well it's
0: easy for me I mean, hey, okay,
1: absolutely. Then shoot. Let me I mean, hear, cause I you're mean, psychic. Truthfully. You know what's going on. No, it's not
0: that I know what's going on, no, but I'll tell man. you what I would do in, in, in this situation. Now I do believe that your children and your child should have to be able to defend themselves and not have to go to the teacher each and every time. Cause I think when you go to the teacher every time, it's a sign of weakness for your child. And even though that's the right thing to do, and everybody will say you should go to the teacher first. I think if your child does not know how to defend himself, they, they, Every time they make fun of him and that child goes to the teacher, it takes a little bit out of him. It
1: cuts a little bit deeper.
0: It cuts a little bit deeper. But if he if he learns how to defend himself and that's with uh, if say if they call him a name and you teach him how to call him a name back, you know, uh, I think we talked about a couple of podcasts ago where we had ranking with our children we're like we would go back and forth and diss each other like you were this well you're that you're this you're that
1: well you have to set the premise it's not that we were just ranking on each other
0: um our kids were on the school bus and this was a
1: very long time ago and they were much younger
0: right and uh i think our daughter had a problem on the school bus it was madison and i believe they were making fun of her i don't know why
1: they weren't making fun of her it was just kind of like a back and forth type of thing but it wasn't necessarily that they were picking on her or making fun of her
0: right what I, I it was just like
1: kind of hurling insults but it wasn't like a picking on type of situation she might have had a problem with the girl and then insults started being hurled her way.
0: Right. And, you know, Madison at the time was very sensitive. If you talked about her, she didn't like it. It would really hurt her feelings. Right. Not where she would cry in front of you, but when she got home, she would be very disturbed. So Gia and I really taught her how to go back and forth. And we would diss each other. And, you know, Gia was a lot nicer than I was. But me, I'm coming for your juggler. and. Jamal, I would I would teach my son the same thing. I would teach him how to dis back. If somebody calls him a name, you know, teach him how to how to go right back, you know, teach him, make him feel that if words are coming at him, it doesn't affect him. It doesn't hurt him and make those words knives when it comes right back at him. That's what I would do. And the same thing with defense. Like I, like Gia said, we don't know if you were talking about defending as far as fighting or defending as far as words. And let them know that if, they, if one of these kids put a hand on my child, my child's going to defend themselves. And we've had our children in karate. We've had our children in what, Taekwondo. What was that other thing where they had all the gear on? Taekwondo. That was Taekwondo? Mm Mm-hmm. Taekwondo. uh, Logan wrestled. uh, Logan boxes with me just so he's able to defend himself and nobody can ever pick on him. I've seen so many times where kids get picked on, whether it's made fun of, whether it's verbally, whether it's physically. And a lot of kids nowadays don't know how to take it. And I would hate to see my Uh. child, your child, or any child wind up taking their own life because they can't take the physical or mental or verbal abuse.
1: Okay. um. Although I don't know exactly what you're trying to convey, Jamal, I'm going to speak from a general okay. point of view. Cool. So that maybe general advice or my general opinion can you know, give you something to think about. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm in a situation, the first thing that I think of is, what is the right thing to do? Right. What are the right steps that will safeguard me and or my family that no one will be able to look at in hindsight and say, well, Gia did this wrong. Mm-hmm. Gia did that wrong. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't have done this or she shouldn't have said that. I always try to make sure that the appropriate steps are taken. So what I would do if he's being picked on or bullied for whatever reason, when he did, wait, did he say how old he is?
0: He said fifth, uh, five years old
1: five years old Mm -hmm. i would ask my son who said this when did they say it was it today was it yesterday how did it make you feel where were you were you in the playground were you in the classroom Mm -hmm. and i would construct a very detailed email each and every single time and i would send it to the teacher i would cc the principal and the superintendent okay i would document Every single time that my child was bullied or treated inappropriately by another student, because if you don't create a paper trail and one day your son hauls off and knocks another kid's tooth out, Mm -hmm. then your son will be labeled as the bully and looked at as the threat or Unstable or something like that, and then he'll develop a reputation. See,
0: that's why we go with each other. See, because see, I wouldn't have did all that. See, but that's that's why you here. You know, you protect us. See, <laughs> <laughs> see, I'd do something else. And then our kid wound up getting in trouble. We wind up getting sued. But keep going, keep going. That's good. That's that's good. That's good. That's good.
1: But you do that because that's your form of evidence. And mm-hmm. if it becomes a real problem, I would make sure that I. I Um, Set up a meeting where I sat down and let the teachers know so they would know what to look out for. And you let them know, I don't want my child to be in an environment where it's going to instigate aggression and breed aggression in my child. Mm -hmm. So this is something that we need to work on together. And yes, I do disagree with you a little bit, babes. Um, I do think that their son should tell the teacher. Each and every time that it happens, he should let the teacher know, but the child should at the same time be equipped to defend himself verbally and physically. If it gets to that, Mm. your son has to know that everybody has to respect his body and they have to respect his space. So if they put their hands on him, that they get a warning if they put their hands on him again, then he's going to defend himself. And your son needs to know that that's okay. If it gets to that level, you let him know now, because you don't want him to be pushed or thrown to the floor or spit on or whatever, and then be confused and not know how to deal with a physical interaction with the, with another child, especially when you're you're able to look at his situation and understand that there can, it can get to a point where it can escalate to that level. Right. So you can foresee that right now. So, yes, you can teach him how to defend himself. But I don't necessarily agree with the back and forth with the insults at this age, not at five years old. You know, if someone is speaking to him in a way that they shouldn't, then your child should respond With something like, I don't like the way you're speaking with me. I'm not going to allow you to disrespect me. If you do it again, I'm going to tell the teacher. You know, something Mm. along that level. And then he tells the teacher. And then if he becomes targeted by a particular child or another student, then you can have more conversations about how to deal with that person. But he should always let the teacher know. Because when teachers are left out of the loop, then they are in a position where they have to ascertain what's going on for themselves. Right. They have to figure it out for themselves. And if they get it wrong because they're not informed by the child or by you by in a meeting or in an email, then your child may get the short end of the stick. So you have to make sure that you take the proper steps to make sure that your child comes out on top. But yes, I do believe in defending him. He has to defend himself verbally and physically if it comes to that. But just in the right way so that nobody can come back and be like, well, your son said this, and your son called my son this, and your son, no, no, no. My son didn't do anything that he wasn't supposed to do. Right. That's why I
0: keep you around. Cause cause, see, cause I always around. jump. Like I'm like the dog we talked about earlier. That just you know, I'm, I have no training, so I just jump. Arr! You know what I mean? And you're like the train dog. You're like I'm
1: the, tra- the trained. <laughs> like, the train dog. I'm, I'm not going to make that
0: joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we answered a lot of your emails. You know. You know what I want to um, talk about next week? What's that? I want to talk about self-esteem because I know a lot of kids and a lot of people have low self-esteem. And our with our kids, you're at good at at making sure their self-esteem is high. So next week, I want to talk about that.
1: And I'm glad that you said that. There's actually an email. Well, it wasn't an email. It was a DM that I came across mm-hmm. a few days ago that I want to discuss that does have a lot to do with self-esteem. So I think we're on the same page. So okay. we'll make sure that we bring that up next week.
0: We'll do that next week. And, and we have a qu- a quick uh, minute or two. And I just wanted to um say this. Um, cause whatever I go through in life, I try to tell everybody else out there. So maybe they can experience, maybe they can learn from our lessons or maybe they can do better than us or whatever it may be. Or maybe they are just not aware. I just want to tell everybody out there, especially if you're married or even if you're not married, especially if you're younger, make sure you get life insurance. Um, a lot of people don't have life insurance and when they pass away, because nobody's ever a- expecting to die, but when you do, Or if it does happen, you don't have enough money to cover and your family is really messed up, especially if you're the breadwinner. Now, I've always had. Life insurance, but I recently increased it, and the reason why I recently increased it is because we got so many damn kids. I want, I want to make sure that the kids are good. So I just want to tell everybody out there: there's so many different ways that you can do life uh, life insurance. And I don't work for a life insurance company, nor do I care which one you use. But get some kind of life insurance on you. So make sure that if you do pass, you can. There's leave. enough
1: to cover your funeral because a lot of times people are unfortunate in the sense where they unexpectedly pass and their family is left to try to get money together to have a funeral. Right, And I mean, this is a morbid thing to talk about, but it is reality. It is
0: reality. So I, I just want to just, you know, for instance, if you're 21 years old, let's say, and you want a million dollar insurance company, right? I mean, mil- million dollar insurance. Plan. Plan. It might only cost you $80 a month.
1: Mm -hmm. You
0: know, and $80 a month. Think about it. It's really nothing because if you pass, if you're 21, 22, 23 and you have a child and you pass, at least your child, your child and your wife and your girlfriend is set up where they can create something and start something and they have something. So just keep that in mind that, you know, I, I, you know, definitely look it up definitely check it out and definitely get some type of insurance on your life so that if you do pass you can make sure that your life is covered and your funeral arrangements are covered maybe the house that you live in is paid off just make sure you do that it's not that expensive because most people think oh life insurance is expensive no it's not that expensive and if you get it earlier if
1: you get it early get especially it early, when you're young yeah. and you're healthy and th- you're not a threat of dying right you know before you've invested enough into this insurance policy then you know it's 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 beneficial for you to take advantage of getting it early because the life insurance company is looking at you like okay yeah we'll insure him right he's young and healthy and he's going to be paying into this policy for years and years and years before he probably has any likelihood of being sick or right. get, you know
0: and you know just, just to tell you, because people always like, well, how much is it? Well, just to give a, a brief, I got my first life insurance policy, policy at the age of 20,
1: mm-hmm. right? 20? 20.
0: Mm-hmm. 20.
1: 20, 20, Yeah, okay, uh-huh.
0: It was $77, it, it, it is still now because I still pay that one. Um, we, I have a couple now, but that one was, it's $77 a month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if I pass, I get a million dollars.
1: Well, you don't. Well,
0: I don't get a million dollars, <laughs> but you guys get a million dollars. But that right. was, I got that when I was 20. And I only got that because at the time I was traveling, I was in the music industry, and I was like, if something happens to me, I want gear to be set to be strict, you know, to make sure that whatever investments that we had, our home, our assets, that she would be covered. And even though she would be so sad and so upset that she lost her number one husband and her best friend and all that, that at least she would have something. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: I just wanted to put that in people's minds because we just met with an insurance guy and I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows.
1: Well, there's that. And also make sure that, you know, if you're an adult and you have something, you know, if you have anything that's valuable or you have a savings account, and you know, it doesn't even have to be a lot, but make sure that you have a will.
0: Yes. And a will.
1: you have a healthcare proxy mm-hmm. and a power of attorney. Um, you just have to see a lawyer, and you know you might spend a little bit of money, but you spend that, and you know that if anything unexpected happens to you, that your life is in order right if you're in a situation where you're hospitalized and you can't make a decision for yourself regarding your health or you know being on a ventilator or you know something like that you don't want the hospital to have to nah. figure out who's going to make that decision you don't for want birth you the same, and the you plug. definitely don't want okay. your family fighting over who is going make to make decision. that decision right. for you. And if you pass, you also don't want people fighting over the things that you've accumulated in your life. Right. So it's very responsible to make sure that you have all of those things in order. Absolutely.
0: All right. I just wanted to put that out there because, you know, we just increased hours and I just, I, I just thought of it. All right. Oh, it's time to get up out of here. And again, you <laughs> can always email us the at crew at gmail.com. I'm
1: very surprised at you this week. Well, You didn't tell the people how much you immensely appreciate them in the way that you do every other week.
0: Well, I do appreciate them and I appreciate you guys (laughs) texting, emailing, uh, tweeting us, uh, anything, any way that you could do it. We definitely appreciate it and continue to do so. (laughs) Whether you like it, you love it, you hate it. We appreciate all the feedback. All right. And um, I want to say shout to Essence. G and I did something oh, for Essence yes. uh, about a week ago. We should or have led ago. with that. And I forgot about it. Yes. We did something for Essence a couple of weeks called ago. Called
1: Essence Live.
0: Mm-hmm. It's called Kitchen Table Talk, I think it was, or Kitchen Talk, something like that. And we were just talking about relationship stuff. Some of the stuff that we do here it was a little more in depth and it was pretty dope. So if you get a chance, hit up the, their website, Essence.com and check it out and make sure well, you- just
1: Google Essence Live and it'll come up.
0: Right, and make sure you follow uh, me at DJ NV, and also follow Gia at Gia underscore K-C-C-A-S-E-Y. And we'll see you guys next week, all right?
1: Yes, thank you for joining us, beautiful people. I'm DJ NV, And I'm Gia Casey. toodle It's not that. What is it? How can you get it wrong? <laughs> Toodles.
0: Toodles, same difference.
1: Toodles. <laughs>